Hello and welcome to my training. My name is Chuck Holmes. I'm a network marketing professional. We're going to take a few minutes today and discuss tax tips for network marketing reps. As a real quick disclaimer up front, I'm not a CPA. I'm not going to teach you about actually filing your taxes. That should be pretty simple to understand. We're going to focus really on how to get organized and set everything up and talk about why you need to educate yourself about small business taxes. I believe that if you aren't taking advantage of your legal tax deductions, you are leaving minimum several thousand dollars per year on the table. The average home-based business owner in any kind of home-based business is going to save somewhere between three and six thousand dollars on taxes just by being organized and maximizing their tax deductions. You do not need to be an expert on taxes, but you need to have a basic understanding about what you can deduct and what you can't deduct. What I recommend you do is you talk with your local CPA or your bookkeeper to find out what's deductible, what's not deductible, what reports you should be doing, how you should set up your filing system, so you can come up with something that works for you. You also want to familiarize yourself with the Schedule C 1040. Form 1040 is your income tax form here in the United States. Schedule C is the form that sole proprietors fill out. You can go right on to Mother Google. You can type in Schedule C 1040. You can get a copy of it. You can print it out. That's got the typical categories of expenses that you can deduct. It's just a good form to have a basic understanding of. How are taxes calculated? A lot of people in our, in our industry, to my surprise, don't really understand this. You do not pay income taxes on your MLM revenue. So if you're with Amway, as an example, and you get a 1099 at the end of the year for $20,000, you're not paying tax on that $20,000. You're paying tax on the profit in your business. So you would deduct your legal expenses first, your business expenses, maybe they were 12,000. So you would take that 20,000 minus the 12,000, that would be an $8,000 profit. That's what you would pay taxes on. Income minus expenses equals net profit or net loss. This profit that you have with your business at the end of the year, that is added to your employment income or your investment income, and then you pay taxes based off your total earnings for the year. If you have a loss in your business, that's subtracted from your taxable income, such as your employment and your investments. Most new businesses in the real world, they show a loss for their first year or two in business. That is a fact. So this is what I do. I like to just keep things caveman simple. I'm an old school army dude. I don't like to complicate things. I take all of my receipts and I have a drawer in my desk. I'm sitting at my desk right now. On the bottom right drawer, it's empty and I have nothing in there except receipts. So each day throughout the month, whenever I get a receipt for my business, I stick it in that drawer. You could also use a shoe box. You could use one of those plastic filing boxes, whatever works for you. But I recommend one of those three. Then what I do is throughout the month, every time I get a receipt, I throw it in the drawer and I throw another receipt in the drawer. And on the first day of the month, so today is January 24th, on February 1st, I'm gonna go to that drawer in my desk. I'm gonna take out all of the receipts. I'm gonna sort them by category. One category might be advertising, another one might be home office, another one might be vehicle expenses, just as an example. And then what I do is when I sort these by category, I add up the total expenses in each category, and then I update it onto my Microsoft Excel spreadsheet. And my Excel spreadsheet has a list of all the categories of my expenses and the categories of my income, and then I update that. It takes me about 10, 15 minutes, and then that tells me 
how my business did financially for that month. So when I do this on February 1st, I'll look at my month of January and I'll see I made this type of income, I had these expenses, and this was my net profit in my business. Because I do this every single month throughout the year, it makes tax time very easy. Most people in our industry, they do not do that. They don't even save their receipts, let alone keep track of them every month. You got to get organized. You want your business to be predictable. You want to have an idea about how much tax money you're going to owe the government when you have a profitable business. What you see right here is just a Schedule C 1040. Pretty simple. I know some of you are listening to this on podcast. You probably can't see it. That's okay. These are just some common deductions for network marketers. These are some deductions that I've had 16 years of doing this. Number one is advertising. It's one of my biggest expenses. This might include your business cards, any postcards you buy, flyers, brochures, classified ads, advertising co-op, samples, buying leads. Those are all advertising expenses. Some of your business education expenses could be any network marketing books that you buy, any courses that you buy to learn a new skill specifically for your network marketing business, any tickets you buy to your company's convention, to a industry training event that's going to teach you a new skill. Travel. This would be to and from events. This would be include your lodging and your airfare, your rental car if you get one. Another one is your phone and internet expense. This is great. You can deduct a portion of either your cell phone or your home phone and your home internet for business use. I personally deduct 50% because I use it for 50% business use. You can deduct your car expenses such as mileage, interest you pay on your car, tolls, um, registration fees. So what I always tell people to do is you have a standard deduction that you can take for each mile or just a fixed deduction you can take with your car. In most cases, the standard uh, mile deduction one is going to be better. So keep a mileage log. You can get one for $3 at a, on Amazon or Office Depot. Please go and buy a mileage log. If you get nothing else out of this training, go and get a mileage log. And every time you get in your car for the day, write down your starting mileage. And if you're doing anything business related, write down what your business purpose is for that day and keep track of your mileage. For the average person, they're going to save several thousand dollars per year just by keeping track of their mileage in their vehicle. Another big write-off is your home office deduction. Whether you are a renter or a homeowner, you can take a home office deduction if you meet certain criteria. You can go onto Google. You can visit the IRS website. You need to have an office space in your apartment or in your house that is specifically used for your business. Please educate yourself on the home office deduction. A lot of people are scared to take it. It is a very, very powerful, amazing, awesome deduction if you take advantage of it. You have office supplies. You can deduct part of your ink toner, part of your staples or your paper that you buy for your business. Meals and entertainment. You can write off 50% of meals and entertainment if it's for business. This means, for example, if you take a client out to lunch and you talk about the business and you pay for both of you, then you can deduct 50% of your, of your meals and entertainment. These are some example tax savings. I love this slide. I hope you really take the time to understand this. Let's just suppose that your network marketing business is a part-time business and you earn $10,000 this year with your business, but you don't keep track of your receipts. You're just not organized. You didn't take the time to do it. So you're going to get that 1099 miscellaneous probably sometime in January or February for the previous year. 
and it's going to say you earned $10,000 from your company on it. When you add that to your taxes, you're going to end up paying in most cases somewhere between $2,500 and $4,000 in taxes on that $10,000 in earnings. That's somewhere between 25 and 40%. It's going to vary based upon your tax rate or the much better option. And I hope a hundred people out of a hundred people listening to this training, I hope you follow this step. Or if you keep meticulous records and you deduct everything you legally can, I am not talking about making up deductions. Don't do that. Everything you can legally deduct. And let's just say that you come up with $8,000 worth of deductions. Now what's going to happen is that $10,000, instead of paying taxes on $10,000, you're going to pay taxes on $2,000 because you're going to get to subtract that $8,000 in expenses from your $10,000 in income. And now you're going to end up paying $500 to $800 approximately in taxes as compared to paying $2,500 to $4,000 in taxes. This is a huge, huge savings. You got to keep records. It does not take a lot of time. Once you set up your organization system, it literally takes less than five minutes a day to stay organized and do this. Let's talk real quick about handling your day-to-day -day finances. These are some tips that I've learned through trial and error, through some of my mentors. I know it can help you a lot. You wanna have a separate checking account for your business. Go to your bank, open up a second personal checking account with your name and run your business out of that account. Do not mix your business account with your personal account. That is going to create an accounting nightmare and it's going to be hard to do. You also want to get a separate credit card or debit card for your business. I recommend a debit card, not a credit card. You want to try to stay out of debt. You never want to misplace or lose a receipt. Every time you lose a receipt, it's like giving money away. So every time you lose a receipt, take out an envelope, stick 10 bucks in it, and mail it to Chuck Holmes because that's what you're doing. You're losing money in your business. You're not being a good steward of your own money. Put aside money each month for your quarterly taxes. If you have a profitable business, you are gonna owe the government money at the end of the year. So you wanna put aside money every single month into a savings account, and then you wanna pay your quarterly taxes four times a year. What I personally do, I just put aside about 20% of my net income from my business into a savings account and then I pay my quarterly taxes throughout the year. Another thing you can do, and I learned this in Amway, is you can pay yourself retail on your personal purchases. So let's say one of your favorite products is a weight loss shake, and the wholesale price is $50, the retail price is $60. You would take $60 out of your personal account, you would deposit it into your business account, and then you would pay for that product the $50 out of your business account, which leaves that $10 surplus in your bank account, which will help you offset any expenses in your business. Pay yourself retail. You also want to build up a small customer base to make enough money to fund your business each month. If you can maintain between about three and 10 customers somewhere in that range, you're going to have enough retail profit to fund your entire business and have no money coming out of your pocket. Pretty powerful. And you want to also be willing to reinvest your business profits the first one or two years in business. If you're taking the income that you're making and you're spending it all, you are missing the whole point of having a home-based business. You wanna use that money and you wanna be smart with it. You wanna pay off your debt. You wanna put aside money in savings. You wanna take a portion of that, reinvest it back in your business to learn new skills, to expand your reach by doing more advertising, but don't be cheap in that area. 
Here's a last few couple of tips that you can follow to be smart about your small business taxes. You got to get organized. That's the bottom line. You don't have to be over the top analytical or methodical, but you do have to have a basic organization system that's going to work for you. You want to use a software program like TurboTax. That's what I use. You can also hire a CPA. Some people feel very comfortable filing their own taxes. Some people don't. So if your comfort zone tells you that you don't want to do it, hire a CPA to do your taxes. If you love doing your taxes and you understand it, by all means, do your own taxes, but you definitely want to use some type of tax software to help you do that. You want to keep meticulous records in every receipt you can. Every time you lose a receipt or don't get one, you are throwing money away in your business. You want to use a mileage log. This alone is probably going to take three, four, five, six thousand dollars right off the top in your business each year if you keep accurate records in your mileage log about business trips. Make sure you deduct your home office. Renters can do this too. Educate yourself on the IRS website about the home office deduction. It's very powerful. Hire a bookkeeper for a couple hours or a CPA to get your questions answered. Even if you're doing your own taxes, have a CPA that you can hire by the hour when you need to pick their brain from time to time. You also want to familiarize yourself with Schedule C 1040. We talked about this earlier. You want to set up a filing system that works for you. You want to create your profit and loss statement like we talked about and update it once every month. And then finally, you want to go on YouTube and there's a guy named Sandy Botkin, B-O-T-K-I-N. This guy is amazing. He has tons of tax training tips for network marketers. I encourage you to watch his videos. He has a service, I think it's called TaxBot. It's designed to help you get organized with your taxes for your business. So these are my best tax tips for network marketers. Once again, I'm not a CPA. These are just things I've learned along the way. By all means, hire a CPA or a bookkeeper, someone that you trust, that's licensed, that can help you out, help you get started, help you get organized. It's going to be money well invested in your business. If you'd like to visit my blog, you can go to onlinemlmcommunity.com. That's onlinemlmcommunity.com. You can also give me a call at 352-503-4816, 352-503-4816. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. I'll see you at the top.